if they would shoot a man like Dr. King and shoot my little boy, they'd shoot my wife, they'd shoot me. April 4th, 1968, is remembered by many as the end of the civil rights movement, a time of loss. We had been taught about lynchings and school bombings and Rosa Parks. We had been taught about all kinds of stuff, but we were angry. We were angry because a white man killed a prominent person in our life. Grief can have a way of warping the historical lens, trapping us in a moment and overshadowing some of what came before. We played every summer. We were outside in the back. Baseball, kickball, volleyball, tag. What came after King's assassination was a week of uprisings that have largely been forgotten. We broke out and went up to 14th Street. What did you see when you got there? Maybe about two or 3,000 people. When I got up there, they had burned most everything down. I'm Van Newkirk, senior editor at The Atlantic. For the past year, I've been talking to people about the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. and the ensuing unrest that upended so many of their lives. What I've heard is a story about a break in time, a story that completely changes how I understand the end of the civil rights movement and the entire trajectory of modern America. It's a story about the limits of racial reckonings and about how trauma lives with people through time. It's a story about hope, about grief, about dreams, and about dreams deferred. Had he been able to do what he was planning to do, we would be looking at a different America. From the Atlantic, this is Holy Week. Listen to all eight episodes beginning on March 14th and visit theatlantic.com slash Holy Week.